Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 52. Every, what are you doing right now? Just every week he's he has this this he doesn't do this to me. He just throw me off my game. For November 2nd, 2016, <clears throat> this week's top Patreon supporters are Luis Gonzalez, Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. That was kind of weak, actually. I don't know. It's a little All anticlimactic. Right. You've been holding it for time. <laughs> I can't I'm laughing too hard. Again. Cabaret! Yeah, you stop making musical instruments out of mufflers. Um, <laughs> Trust in Timber, Sean Petty, and Scott Turner, the very talented Scott Turner. Guys, what uh, what's on your bench? What are we working on? Bill, why don't you go first this week? I, You know, I am wrapping up my um, salad glass bowl light shop um industrial table thing resin oh the reclaim rubo that you're doing oh 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 that's your project that's <laughs> that's taking on six months really you're gonna go there you're gonna i'm go just there. saying i he feel like we've been I, talking about okay this for a long time. i you know some of us have bearded dragons to take care of and and not as much time in the shop as we uh as we'd like so yep. anyway um yeah apparently i have nothing important to say go ahead who's next Oh, Tim's next. Go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really how we're so going to roll? Expect, expect a video out this week. I, I'm, I'm wrapping this puppy up. I'm excited. I about literally it. it's cannot be, wait. It's, yeah, it's super cool. It's going to be... It's going to be... It's either going to be a, a... I think Who said that? It's either going to be one of two ways... Oh, Izzy said that. It's either going to be a complete failure mess, or it's going to be amazing. So I'm hoping for amazing... Keep your fingers crossed and your toes. Tim, that includes both of your um, big feet. Toes. Big toes. <laughs> Not big feet. Well, maybe you have big feet. Do you have big feet? Oh, oh, that's perfect if you do because we're going to be at Converse World Headquarters soon. And never mind. That's So I'm, I'm finishing up my table. Tim, please talk now. I'm going to talk now. Hey, so how's it going? Um... What have I been working on? Let me see if I have anything coherent to say. <laughs> um, uh, what I have been working on is uh, I have this new CNC machine in my shop that uh, Rockler uh, uh, generously gave to me in exchange for some videos about it. And um, I've been messing around with that by myself and with Vance a little bit. The machine itself is is awesome. It's the Piranha. It's very small. Um it's like, I think a 12 by 13 bed. It's like, there's none of that setup hassle. It was like, literally you just plug the stuff in and it just goes. Uh, and it's got this little touchscreen that comes with it. So you just put a memory stick into it and operate it. It's really simple to use. Uh, the hard part is the software. And that's so, uh, you know, CAD software. I've been messing around in Fusion 360 a little bit to learn it. The software that came with it that it actually uses is a little easier to use. But I was talking to a few people that are in the CNC world and they're kind of like, yeah, you know what? If you're going to start learning this stuff, go learn it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually wanted to give a shout out to uh, Jeff Worley and a guy named Chansey who goes by the handle of CNC Geek. And they both reached out to me when I mentioned this last week that I had this thing like, hey, we're CNC guys. Like, you know, like, how can we help? And so they've, I've been chatting with them both a little bit and I'm looking forward to chatting with them some more about d- learning the proper way to use this technology. 
Now, the, the, the premise of the video series I'm going to talk about a little bit. I'm actually going to make a shop update video, like a, which I guess probably going to come out the same day as this podcast. And I'm going to talk a little bit about some other things that have been going on in the shop as well and as well as that and what I intend to do with this video thing. Because I think a lot of people are going to um, be interested in it. Basically, I know I'm not the only guy in this community. I'm looking at two of them right in front of me that would like to use CNC machines, but they're also a little bit afraid of them and a little bit intimidated by it. Maybe one and a half of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, super uh, scared. Yeah, no, I mean it, it is, and so like I'm like I'm uh I'm gonna learn I'm like gonna make the fool of myself on film and like learn this on film to show that if if I can do it, then anybody can do it. Is kind of the idea, you know. So I've been working on that. But then the other thing I wanted to mention was I had this this young man named Levi come visit me at my shop, and he is a uh, uh, he works on boats. He does not call himself a shipwright, but he basically is. He's or he's on his way to becoming a shipwright. And he gave me all this amazing wood uh, from this boat that was built in 1894 that he's helping restore up in Maine. And uh, the it was the, it's the Ernestina Morrissey is the name of the boat. You can actually look that up. And uh, and it's it's amazing. So most of the wood and none of this wood is actually from 1894 because it's sort of like cellular reproduction. Like none of the same cells in the boat are the same cells as the day it was born. You know, but um. It's all old and stuff, and he was giving me some of the history. Most of it's white oak, because that seems to be a good wood for boats, uh, the way it wicks water and stuff like we talked about with the shipwright. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this one particular piece, he was like, oh, because this boat actually had a history in West Africa for about 30 years. It was docked out of West Africa. So this one particular piece of wood is some kind of African hardwood. And I, I, uh, so that was the first one I went hacking into today. And I, and I, this bolts every 24 inches metal pieces hidden all over this stuff it's kind of a nightmare to work with in that way but i started just hacking into this wood as some kind of bacote or cocobolo or something i'm not sure what it is and um i haven't gotten a chance to look it up yet but it's just absolutely gorgeous and, right, so uh, you made a the, pen uh, out of it on yeah Instagram. the pen blanks right yeah 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 i made a couple pens or oh, i made one pen today and i made a couple blanks and i was going to turn some more tomorrow but so what i was doing today is that stuff is so hard and my chisels are so dull <laughs> 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 I was having, a, you know, I was having a hard time really turning it, and uh, and you know, with the the pen mandrel, you know, it spins on the mandrel, gets jammed up real easy because it's not actually locked in. It's like it's on a, it's on a rod. Have you guys ever turned pens? No, but I've seen it done. Right. So there's right a now. rod. Right now. Yeah. Look at it. look at that pen. He's just turn. turning a bick around in his hands. It doesn't yes. count. It's similar. What I was doing today right. is about as organized. <laughs> so. <laughs> The you know there's just like a metal shaft that the the pen sits on. You have a hole drilled out in the blank, and there's a piece of brass in there that's going to hold all the housing. But so you you basically twist it down with these little like like washer type things that kind of clamp it, lock it down. You get your your lay spinning pretty fast, and then it just goes. But if you if you jam it right, it's going to stop right, and the the lay will keep spinning, and the wood will stay still. And this wood is so hard. I was having that problem with like all of my. I was just every chisel. I I just couldn't get these things around. So I went. And I I did the forty five degree angle thing on the bandsaw and to try to round it out a little bit. Still having a hard time. So what I ended up doing to get these things round so I could use chisels on them was I grabbed the old angle grinder, my favorite tool, with a sanding disc on it, and held that on top of the lathe. And I was able to round these things out in a cloud of toxic African wood dust. And uh, <laughs> and I made and then I was able to get it down to where I could work it. And so I was like pretty proud of myself for figuring that out. And so now I'm gonna make a bunch of pens and I don't know what else I'm gonna do with it, but I'm just super excited to have this stuff and I have to think of some really special things to make out of this very special wood. I think presents hey. for uh for a Pod one meets. year anniversary. Yeah. I think Pod that would be meets. appropriate, Tim. Do, Anything it, else would real, just be wrong. Any, any anniversaries quick. coming up? 
Yeah, yeah, ours. This is our one year anniversary. It's the paper well, how anniversary. How long has one. this been going on? This, yeah, this, this one is year? one year today. This is, yeah, there you go. This is our fifty second episode. This is one year oh of gosh. reclaimed audio. Wow. Can I can I just can I close my eyes right now? Can we all just close our eyes and pretend like we're hugging? No. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Okay. I said before I wasn't doing it. I'm not doing it now. But um, yeah, I figured after a year you might have loosened up. Hey, real quick before you go, um, Tim, you were talking about the Fusion 360. Seriously, mm-hmm. Jimmy, and uh, he's exploring this right now too, and because uh, he just got on his their latest podcast, um, he got a ginormous CNC from a company. He just announced that this happened. He was talking about he's having a difficult time with the Fusion, trying to figure it out. Bob also is exploring it, and they left a link for I, I don't know if it's a YouTube oh the helmet. tutorial. Yep, I've, that, I've been yeah. watching it. Um, okay, it, yeah, so I just thought if you haven't heard that, uh, they were just talking about that too to kind of help well, get you know, an f- idea. Fusion 360 has a, a lot of great stuff on YouTube as well as there are other guys that use this that know a lot about it. And I've been watching them and, and slowly sort of learning it because it's just a slightly different way of thinking. I mean, I'm not computer illiterate, but CAD's a little different. And um, I'm starting to understand the the way they think, and but now I need to actually f- start – clicking keys you know and yeah. making it happen and so i'm me- nodding i really don't know at all i mean i'm probably <laughs> i know the least out of anybody in the world about it but uh you and i were in the same boat like three days ago <laughs> 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 but so uh you know but i'm i'm like slowly absorbing it and uh and everybody i talked to was like yeah the learning curve is steep but once you get it you get it so i'm i'm confident that i will be able to learn it but right now i just feel like i want to cry and i'm never going to be able to learn it you know um, what I'm hoping to do is find someone local. Like I have a couple of internet people and then Wes Swain was talking about doing a, um, doing a little thing, uh, like a, a fusion 360 class, like hangout next Friday, which I'm going to try and jump in on. But, uh, what I'm hoping to do is just find someone I can sit with for an hour. Where we can both have our hands on the same keyboard. I think that would really help a lot. You See, know? I, I have an ace up my sleeve and mm-hmm. Richard, I know you're listening and I know you're local. He already wants me to build my own CNC and he's going to help me do it and learn how to use it. You know, apparently so, it's it's not that. Uh, Richard Muller, uh, yeah, I met him at Maker Fair, and he is an amazing supporter of ours, and he's uh, just a great community member. So, shout cool. out! You just you're going to do it out of a aluminum extrusion and, and get the stepper motors? I, I don't know, but I mean, he's he says for uh, for the price that I could get um, one of these smaller ones, regardless you of what build company your own. it is. I believe that. I can build my own. It'll be a real CNC. And um, he, he knows all the contacts. And I mean, there's a mm-hmm. lot of guys in our, in, in online that know this stuff. And he just happens to be, it's what he does. And he's local to me and he's offered. And uh, so Still even when I was, even when I was drugged up in the hospital after surgery, he stopped by to see me. He's like, yeah, man, we can get together and do some CNC work. I'm like, yeah, man, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's drug- laid up in the hospital. Yeah, drugged up in the hospitals when CNC work sounds cool. <laughs> it does. Morphine and yeah. CNC has got to go together in some fashion. That might get me to slow down long enough to sit and watch the tutorials. I have a hard time just like, like. Uh, you know what? You know what? We're not going to do this week, Tim. What's that? Watch Skip this. over watch Phil. This. Yeah, <laughs> Phil. What are you working on? Oh, I'm sorry. I must fell asleep there. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I haven't had much chance to uh, to work on anything this week, although I did get a couple of orders. One was a pretty interesting one. One's just, whatever, another step stool. But the other one was this, um, somebody reached out to me to make a garbage can. Like, I, I make these little personalized garbage cans, usually with, like, an extruded letter on it for the kid's name. 
But in this case, uh, this, mm, I guess she's an aunt for her niece. Uh, this kid has like a YouTube themed room. She's like 15. It's not like a little kid. And, um, and she wanted me to make a YouTube themed garbage can. So on one side is like the play button and on the other side is like the YouTube logo. And she paid me like an arm and a leg to do it. So I'm going to do that. Um, I don't know why, Phil, but seriously, that sounds so flipping cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to make really a video does. about that one because I don't think I've done that, and it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. So I'm pretty excited about getting into that one. If you draw the YouTube logo in Fusion 360 and send me the file, <laughs> I'll print it for you, <laughs> and then teach me how you did it when you're done. <laughs> sure. Actually, I'm I'm super lucky because my neighbor across the street, who's like a super um, really really cool guy, and, and he's been a good friend. He's he's like what my how old my dad would have been, and so he's just been really really nice to me. He has – he's in the promo business, and I think I've mentioned it before, but he has yeah. two big lasers. And he's like, anytime you want to use them, you just come on over. You could use these lasers. And I haven't had an application for it, but it might be interesting to do this. I don't know. I'm probably just going to end up doing it the same way I do the step stools, except it will be like multiple paints and then I mask and then razor out the design and then reveal the color underneath. That's what I'll probably end up doing. Um, but all to say – that's an interesting one. Like I, we talked a lot about doing repetitive work and a lot of that on Etsy for me has been the same thing over and over again. This is going to be an interesting one because it can be very different and it'll give me an opportunity to do a video about it. So that's, that's really cool. And somebody today, I think local sent me something on Facebook about making a whiskey box. So that's cool. Um, yeah. So it's just been mostly just maybe getting a little bit more business. Um, and I actually posted on, uh, on Instagram last night, just sort of a picture of my, uh, my hand plane rack. And, and I said, like, you know, didn't have much time in the shop, but sometimes I like to come in and just sort of hang out and soak up some of the, some of the shop vibes. And yeah. I had a whole bunch of responses back and forth, like, me too, I do that. Me too, I do that. So it's, it's cool to know that I'm not <clears throat> crazy, at least not about that anyway. Yeah, no, I do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, you can't always work, but, you know, you just want to sort of feel good in there. You know, it's, it's my happy place, you know? Mm. So that's what I'm it's doing. Kinda like, it's kind of like making a manly basket. It took me a second. There's nothing like that, but... I don't know where you're going with that, but... um, Tim's last video, he made the manly basket for Gwen's birthday. Oh, I'm Happy birthday, by the way, Glenn. Gwen. Gwen. Call his wife (laughs) Glenn. Yo, Fred, happy birthday, Adrian! Way to go, Fred. Um, I'm definitely going to watch that. It's on my... It it it's was amazing. Yeah. You you made it sound like it was this Neanderthal thing you did, and it was um, pretty yeah. cool. Well, you know, I admit that I was being a little clickbaity with that title, and uh, and I actually had one person comment on it, like I was really surprised to see you wrote this thing, and then they, as soon as I wrote my little thing back about how I was intentionally trying to raise some eyebrows by being sort of gender centric and and all this stuff, but I hit post, and then I saw they'd already responded like, oh, I just read the fine print, sorry, <laughs> you know, they apologize, so I didn't really upset anybody except one person for a minute, but uh, did it work? Um, what what do you mean? Like you said, it was clickbaity. So, did do you land up seeing like more traffic than normal? I don't think so yet. It's tough to tell because I just put it out yesterday. Today's Monday while we record this. But you know what your normal like day like within the first let's say twenty four hours. Let's say you get three thousand views. Do you have five thousand views on it? No, I, it said about two thousand views, which I guess is about normal for for a build video like that after twenty four hours. Some of my some of my videos just I don't 
I honestly, I've been doing this for like three, four years. I have no freaking idea what. Okay. So, some videos, why they get views, why some don't. Like my chess set got like no views. I thought that was one of the most awesome freaking builds ever. But I guess it's because no one's searching chess set made out of compact discs. You know what I mean? That's it's so like, weird. I know. I, I searched it. I searched it a whole bunch of times. Yeah. You know, and apparently, I've just to make sure one. nobody else had one. Yeah. 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 So you know, but this this I, you know I would have just taken it on faith. Word. There wasn't another one out there. But that's just me. I would I see. Do you check I, Bing? Check Bing? I don't know if you probably only check Google. You probably Bing. didn't check Bing though. Bing, yeah. No, I checked Ask Jeeves. You um, check uh you check Webcrawler? <laughs> Webcrawler. Lycos? No? Yeah, Lycos. <laughs> oh, um okay, let's move on to our to our topic here. We have which, one? Which I see I I still have last week's in there. Um it's called Rising Tides. And um I don't know what that means, Tim? Not me. No. Bill? I'll do it. All right. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I like to talk, if you haven't noticed. Um, no. Well, okay, here, here's, here's an example of what I thought this, this might be. Um, uh, the, the, support, the, support to, the supportativity <laughs> of our community. <laughs> the supportativity going. of our community. Supportivity. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 awesome beyond compare, and and I've been on the receiving end of that. Um, um, uh, ben Sowers, I think, it kind of probably was the first one. I think we were all kind of involved. You know, something happened, yeah. everybody mm. got together, boom, boom, boom. Here's some cash. Here's some tools. Um, go on with life, man. We love you. And it doesn't seem to be an issue anytime somebody needs something or something happens, and we're we're there for them. Um, David Picciuto, his basement got backed up and he, he was going to be in a crunch for a whole bunch of money for a sewer. Boom. There's, there's a GoFundMe for that. Uh, again, I was on the receiving end for that when I was in the hospital. There's a GoFundMe that, that kept me from going behind, getting behind in my monthly bills. But Jason McGinn came up with an idea and I'm sure many of us have thought of this, but he's the first one to say it out loud. And I just thought it was amazing. There are other resources that we all have as, in this community um, as opposed to just money. Money's kind of easy. You can do a GoFundMe. It's like, here's some cash. But he was saying, it's like, how many people in here are IT savvy? Like, I'm not. So if I have a problem with with IT, I, I can reach out to Phil because I know that you're like the computer master. If um, Where are our local people or people... <laughs> No one well, can see the snide smile that Phil just made. I know. He's like, he's like, why, well, yes. Yes, I am. I he am the just master said, yep. computer guy. My parents raised me to always tell the truth, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> uh, and, and to be humble. And I'm the best at that. I am. I've got so much modesty. I got it. It's like overflowing my modesty. Uh, so I can't, I, I can't believe can't how hold it all I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel like a sponge right now. I'm just soaking up all this information yeah, from both I'm of done. you. Yeah, I'm just so the best. I agree with you. I'm quiet and modest. <laughs> but but anyway, so, so I, I was more backstory about... on this. Like, why why are you saying that Jason McGinn talked about IT help? Like, like let's well, assume that everybody doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. So Carl Jacobson, um, uh, his computer crashed. And I don't know enough what that even means, to be honest with you. But he was going to be unable to do a video and Pat Lapp happens to think Carl Jacobson is the, his superhero. And he even talked about it uh, uh, last night when he was a guest uh, on the Makers International show, which I'll shout out later uh, with me. But anyway, Carl Jacobson is his hero. And he put together a GoFundMe. Bill Lavolsey jumped in there. And the the point was to get a few hundred bucks together so Carl can get another computer to get 
some videos going again. We love Carl Jacobson. He's one of the godfathers of YouTube, actually. He's been around for a long time. He's super supportive. He's a super nice guy. And Jason mentioned in this, uh, mentioned in this, in this, uh, uh, secret we're all trying to put some money together for Carl. He's all, well, is anybody asking what's wrong with it? Because I'm pretty good with IT. And it, and you know, there's other ways to support. And I think part of that is because not a lot of us can pitch in 20 bucks or 25 bucks. Coming out of my surgery, I didn't have, any spare money to be helping out anybody. And I think sometimes that makes us feel a little bit like we're not a part of that. Um, not being able to be involved. Um, but, but that's, I don't see it that way. I think if you don't, if you don't maybe have the, the finances to help out somebody share the GoFundMe or find out if they're, you know what I mean? There's, there's other ways to support, but instead of cash, Jason was saying, look at all the resources we have, in the future, when somebody needs something, instead of just throwing out a GoFundMe, what is something that maybe we can help with? Is it somebody's car, you know, got a flat tire? Well, hey, let's GoFundMe for AAA. Or, you know, maybe we can just talk somebody through it. Or maybe we can do an IT. Maybe I have a spare part. Or uh, if your tool breaks down, you know, Phil, if you need a, a, a dust collection thing, maybe I have one I'm not using. I can send it to you. That's other kinds of support you can do. And or reach out to people who are are hurting a little bit i know some of us have been going through some tough times and we private message them and it's like hey brother you know we got your back hey sister we're here for you so that's that's kind of what i'm thinking of and i was thinking what are some other things that we can do to support as opposed to just a gofundme or sending somebody a, a, a router right well i think there's there's that aspect to it and then we also talked about the fact that i mean rising tides that that's the beginning of a of, of a euphemism, which is rising tides raise all ships. So the point was that, you know, helping each other doesn't hurt us individually. Like a lot of times in communities, sort of people think like, you know, if, if I help, it's like a zero sum game. You know what I mean? There's a limited resource. If I help Tim, then that takes food off my plate. But the truth of the matter is, is helping Tim and helping Bill and helping Phil sort of elevates the whole the whole community itself and then we can all do more together so that's it's kind of like an unlimited resource thing where where the more you help the more help you receive in the end you know so it's kind of like a multiplier and um and i think that was sort of what we thought about it also so that you know if we're if we're more supportive with things like education you know meaning you know so and so is struggling with figuring out how to do a cnc so you know tim was getting all kinds of help from people who were like running to volunteer to help you know, then then he gets to put out more videos, and that doesn't mean that it competes with their CNC videos because we all sort of come at it from a different angle, and it doesn't take anything away from yours for Tim to do CNC videos. You know, so I think it was that kind of thing, and like we all sort of came together to give uh, to give Carl a couple of bucks so that he could be making more YouTube videos. And Carl making more YouTube videos doesn't mean that you know Bill's YouTube videos or my YouTube videos or that Tim's YouTube videos are any less viewed. So it's it's really this sort of incredible phenomenon that happens when we all decide that giving actually means that we get more in return. And it's um maybe a unique phenomenon, something that I'd love to see explored in 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 a macro level, like more people seeing it that way, government seeing it that way, people seeing that in general, but it's uh it's a pretty amazing thing that we're witnessing within the maker community. So all of that uh tied into, you know, helping and seeing how we can help in ways that aren't necessarily, you know, money. 
I really, I really like the the rising tide raises all ships because that is a positive image. It's a, um, it's something that makes you feel good inside. But there is one negative aspect because I remember that rising tides used to knock over my sandcastle. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> Tim, what do you think about it? <laughs> I, I'm sorry about your sandcastle. It's. I'm getting over it. It's. It takes a few years. I. You, know, you gotta I build just, your I, castles above high tide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you tell that to a six-year-old with a spoon. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I heard someone I feel, say that, I feel like I'd get in trouble for that again. I don't know. Restraining hey, kid, order. What's up with the spoon? <laughs> don't you know hey, what I'm rising for for a shovel? Yeah. <laughs> Back, um, I had to walk both ways uphill in the snow and the sand just to get to the beach where the tide would knock over my sandcastle. Let me ask you this question. Tea or table? Oh, table. I don't mess oh, around. Oh, yeah. All right. So at least it's the bigger Come on. Table. Think about it. It's me. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Tim, you were saying words? No. I, I was saying words. I have no idea what they were anymore. Adrian. <laughs> uh, using my words and stuff. But, um, Big words. Yeah. Rising rising tides. It's not just about YouTube and social media. Uh, I started my business because that's, you know, what I do is I make stuff for a living. And, and um, you know, I, I, I'm not really in competition with the other guys around the world and even in my state that have table saws and make stuff. I mean, I guess I am in competition with them in some extent, but I feel like there's enough work for all of us. What, who we are in competition with is the current market of, uh, of consuming and the way people consume. Um, there's, you know, we're, we're in with the, the big box stores and the, and the importers and, and all that stuff. If, if I try to compete with, you know, Joe's workshop down the street, um, the two of us are going to just beat each other out of business. Um, but if Joe's workshop and I are respectful of our, the work that we each do and understand like, Oh, well he's more like a table guy and I'm more like a chair guy. And it's like, Oh, you know, or like he's a reclaimed guy and I'm a plywood guy. You know, if, if we're respectful of that and we both work together to compete against the system, so to speak, uh, then all of our ships are going to rise in that tide. Uh, as a musician, while I was working in the music world, I felt like it was a little bit different. And I felt like a lot of bands were competing with each other, which we were because there's so many stages and, you know, everybody's better. Or he's the better guitar player. They got the better drummer or whatever. And there's all this stuff. And what happens is, and then there were the, the weekend warrior guys, which happens in this line of work too. There are guys like you, Phil, that do it on the nights and weekends. Um, what would happen in the music world is the weekend warrior guys would, would take the gigs from the guys that did it for a living because they would do it for less money because they're just doing it for fun. This and then the other thing, I don't see any of that happening in this maker community. I feel like everybody's sort of respecting, uh, the grounds that the other people are in, uh, you know, as far as we're communicating in, in whatnot. And I think that's a good thing. I, I don't want to say union, you know, but that's sort of what it almost is. It's like, everybody's like, Oh, he's the CNC guy and he's the reclaimed guy. And mm. you know, uh, I can't make that for you, but I know a guy down the street that can. And, uh, because we're not, you know, we're the sea. If if you're just stick with that rising tides meta- metaphor, the sea is the is the current economic system that we're in, in the in the import export world that we live in, and then we're the ships rising in that tide together. I don't know. It's a lot of metaphors there, it's but I will tell metaphors. you that we are. I think we. I don't want to use the word union also because I don't like that word. But yeah, uh, why we are we are very supportive and communicative, mm. and uh, and I think 
we're all very uh, concerned about protecting pricing. You know, we all sort of communicate a lot of the time about how much should I be charging? Should I be charging this? Should I be charging that? And I, I personally, uh, I am not in any price war with anybody. I am, I am charging premiums. And frankly, like you said, I'm a weekend warrior. I'm doing it for fun, but I'm also not interested in racing to the bottom, which is what something I advise mm-hmm. anybody. Do not race to the bottom. Exactly. exactly. Everybody loses in that game. You're yeah. just ruining the marketplace. Like that's, better- and that's what happens in the music scene, like local music scene. So next time, you, now you go out to a bar and there's some band playing and these guys, like they don't know what they're doing. And so now it's like all oh, local bands suck. You yeah, know, that's well, what people pay us think. in beer. We're cool with that. Yeah, exactly. And then, so now when you say, oh, I play music, the the last seven bands people heard are those bands and they're like, Oh, you're one right. of those guys. You know? Well, it's the same. It's the guy who like, well, I'll build you a bench. Just pay for the materials. Yeah. You don't want to sit on that bench, man. <laughs> you just don't, you know? No, yeah. but it's also not a sustainable business model. Like people got to no. put food on their table and whatever mm. it is. And they, you have to have your, the value of your hour paid for. Mm. You know, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about competition and, and I think, uh, Phil, you've even mentioned, we're nowhere near saturation as far as YouTubers go. And everything. Somebody just came out, um, and I shared it because I actually made this list. We're all on it, actually. Um, but it's a list of the, the woodworking YouTubers. And it was oh, yeah, a so. guy got together on Reddit or something like that. Supposedly it was just updated. He added over 100 more channels. But I see a total. This is just YouTubers on YouTube, right, that are woodworkers. I see a total of 462. Yeah, it's like, what is that? Right? And I would like to point out I'm number 277, but hey. 243. That's just, just, okay, right. Do you really know that number? Yeah. Yeah, You're really 243? (laughs) 243, yeah. So what am I? I never saw that. You got to be in the ones. I figure you're in the ones. Let's see. Let's find Tim Swift. Two, three? I figure you're not two, three. That list, by the way, is accurate for the amount of people on there, but not for the views. Tim is 149. I told you, you're in the ones. Yeah, forty nine. But, but anyway, my point right. is, there's right. less than five hundred YouTube well, you, it's channels. It's not. What do you mean? It's not relevant. You're Brian two forty three. But oh, no, I'm saying, your I'm saying the relevant. counts aren't right. I'm saying no, no. I'm saying it. It doesn't have our right view counts on there. Oh, well, no, it does. It's not that updated. Um, I have like the again, lowest view the counts of anybody it, doing this stuff. Like you, are you most, guys taking lessons from me? No, we're not listening to you right now. We're talking amongst ourselves. <laughs> like seriously, oh, like, Bill, when did you get here? You just. You look so fresh. I just, all right. <laughs> I am so proud of you both right now. I just got to say, I just I really am. All right, go on. Whatever with your numbers, your math. Um, well, I just, I just, uh, I until I get my number bigger than or lower than I guess Phil's. Um, this, all of these numbers don't really matter. <laughs> um, but think about this. I mean, there's 500 channels out there that that are doing what we do, and it's it's. That is such a tiny, itty-bitty community, and that's yeah. why our community is so amazing because we're this little niche that's growing, and there's so much room. I'm guessing between the – I'm not sure how many people are on Earth. Is it 3 billion? Is that right? No, it's, no, closer, no, it's seven. closer to 7, yeah. Okay, yeah. so out of 7 billion, the percentage of 500 is something small. Too small to calculate. Yeah. Right, and, and I think Fractions of 1%. Hurts my so head. the support we give each other is not – it's not as amazing as maybe it seems like. I mean, how could we not? Because these 500 or so people plus the, the you know, the let's, let's add them all together and say maybe the, the 20 million people that enjoy the kind of content we do, 
most of those are Jimmy's and Izzy's, but hey, you know, we've got crazy a couple generous, here. Now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, if there's so much room out there and the support is not that amazing because everybody is amazing. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's just, I'm not surprised by the kind of support that's out there. Really? Because uh, to be honest with you, and this is not even joking, I mm. am very surprised by it. Me too. In, you know, in, in today's I'm not. climate of, you know, people and a lot, of, you don't even know your neighbor and, you know, and, and everyone's sort of very this, inside Think looking. Of, this is I've a always, really very generous and unique community. You hear about somebody who loses their ability to make a livelihood, you know, everyone's in there within, I don't know, a day and replaces the guy's tools. And then in the other community, that guy is technically quote-unquote competition. Right. And we're, so we're, we're ena- a- enabling our competition. We're helping them stay competitive Here's why that's not us. amazing, though. Think about it. We've all talked about how we felt somewhat alone because over the years, mm-hmm. there's very few people, if any, that mm-hmm. we felt like we had something in common with. And now we found this community online that there's there's all of us now that we are close. But I do know, and I'm sure you two are the same, there's been a couple people in my life who do what I do. And instantly, we were close. Uh, a mentor of mine, a boss that I used to have when I lived in Utah for 10 years, he was a maker and he was a mountain man. He liked to do, he'd make his own, he'd, he would hunt with a bow and arrow that he made and he could throw hatchets and wore coonskin hats and stuff. Send him my really number, he seems cool. He's, he was super cool. But he was a maker and he was the the facilities manager at this machine, uh, machine shop that I worked for and he taught me a lot about the maintenance that I do now. But we had a lot in common and I felt really close with him because – it's just because we had those same things. So it's not surprising to me that this community is the way it is and as amazing it is because we have so much in common. We've just found each other. Again, I've I've got all these friends that I just haven't met yet. You know, the yeah. the guy, the guy uh, Levi, that came to my shop and gave me all that boat wood. Um, you know, there's always that, like when you meet someone for, I mean, we had exchanged a couple hundred words, you know, via text and email and stuff. And then he, next thing you know, there's this, this big van pulling in my, my driveway and so there's like that you know kind of hey how you doing nice to meet you you know and it's it's not awkward really but it's just always like that first meeting and so then we're you know we're swapping our stories and we're and we're talking about stuff and and he's got his whole he's got this toolbox he built that he carries his tool he's basically nomadic he has all his tools in this van you know and um he I, I'm like we're in my shop, and I I show him like the screwdriver I have that I'm very proud of. This this is old screwdriver. So I'm about old tools, and it's got this metal sheet. It's very cool looking. I was like, yeah, I didn't want to restore it, so I just you know left the wood and I just cleaned it up a little bit and whatever. And he looks at it and he's kind of like, so cool, you know. And I'm not super excited about it, you know, but you know interested. So then he showed me his toolbox 15 minutes later, and then and it is the same exact screwdriver. He's like, oh, wow. and here's mine. It's like you know, and uh, you know, so he went through that same emotion and that same, uh, it looks like Bill is looking for a screwdriver right now. And I, yeah, it would I think be he's cool. putting the darks in. I think that's what's going on there. He's doing his walk. <laughs> I think it would be cool if he came back with the same screwdriver, but it'd be even cooler if he comes back with something totally different. No, he's definitely looking through something. I can hear him clanking yeah. around there. He's, uh, should we wait? No. No. <laughs> No, we're not gonna wait. Yeah, but you know, there's like that, and that there's that's that's part of that bond too. It's like, oh, here's a guy that saw the screwdriver at some yard sale, and then saw it as and grabbed it too. You know. Look, I agree with the bond a hundred percent. I will still say that it's remarkable for the maker community to be as generous within itself as it is. It's you, un. I don't even understand it sometimes. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like, I don't know you, you don't know me, and I'm not talking about you, Tim, because we know each other quite well at this point, uh, but really I'm just know. saying the people within this community, like, for the most part, we're we're strangers. You know, we say a couple words to each other here and there, we follow each other's stuff, we're fans, but at best we're acquaintances. But if somebody, like, I've never met Carl Jacobson, but I saw this this thing and I'm like, that would really suck if I couldn't make YouTube videos anymore. I I can give twenty bucks, so here's twenty bucks, and and mm. there's, you found a whole bunch of other people who give twenty bucks, and obviously Luis Gonzalez who gave a little bit more, but you know what I mean? Like you just sort of you just come together, and this guy the next day, I think we capped it at like five hundred, but then he opened it up, and last I checked, it was at north of seven hundred. It's just oh, Jesus, That's you know awesome. what I mean? It's just like people who have an uncanny ability to empathize and and to just give as much as they possibly can. Which I, I believe is rare right now, in my opinion, is rare in 2016. You know, I, well, it I, is rare. It's 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 500 in every seven billion. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but it's more than 500. I mean, that's yeah, 500 YouTubers. Yeah, but more. the community know, is bigger. Yeah. yeah, I talk about that with my wife all the time. Like you know, like like Jimmy gave me his table saw. You know, like and like all these guys like give me in my son and and, and and I'm always just like, ah, oh, these people are so generous. They're just giving away everything they have. And my wife just always says to me like, yeah, you do that too. But I don't feel like I do that. Like I feel like right. I'm receiving and I'm not giving enough, you know. Mm. But then she's like, "No, oh, you're like giving. You're always giving stuff away. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, there's always stories throughout my life, even before I was a maker. Like, does that does that is that bother you a little bit though? What do you mean? Yeah. Like getting I mean, getting? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, it's oh, yeah, hard, it's, huh? It's it's way easier to give than to get, isn't it? Well, no, for me it's not. So are you being serious, um, right everybody. Uh, absolutely. When, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When instead of sending Tim things, send them to me because yeah. I don't have a problem yes. with it. I, I I'm really good at receiving. I'm a receiver. I'm. Like, oh, for me. Oh. <laughs> oh, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> Not. It's. I. I. I do like. I do like giving people gifts and giving things to people. But you know, when it comes birthday or whatever, what do you want? It's like I don't want it. Don't get me anything. I don't want. Like I. Don't, I don't want you to do that. It's like a number I mean, five low angle jack plane. Except for Stanley Number Five, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's if I if I need it, I'm not giving it up. <laughs> but well, but that's I, it. if if I have two, I give the other one away. I remember when I was 19 years old, I moved out of this apartment into this even smaller, crappier apartment, and there's no room for a bed, so I just bought a futon. So I gave my mattress, my bed, to a woman that lived in the apartment building who had a little girl that was just growing out of her toddler bed. And my mom was like all mad at me. She's like, that was, I, we just bought you that last year when you moved out. Like, you know, it was like a $300 mattress. And I was like, well, I gave it to her. Like she needs it more than me, you know, and television. My parents bought me a TV. I had it for like six months and I gave it to someone because I don't watch TV, you know, uh, like all these things. Um, and, uh, you know, so I have this history of doing that. I don't know if it's because I was always a maker and I didn't know it or, <laughs> or if, if that's what makes me a maker is that I was like, oh, here, I'm done with this, you know. I don't know. It's interesting. I think I think your parents probably learned their lesson and they don't give you anything anymore. No, they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> a gift to Tim is really a gift to some random stranger. That we care less about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I gotta be honest and I'm I'm on I'm on Tim's side with this. I look around my garage right now and I can just like okay, Frank. Um yeah. Stu, yeah, uh, Jeff, Daniel. Um, I, He's I named all of his on, tools. On Marcus, no, I'm I'm naming all the people's names who have sent me things, Gifts. and I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, I constantly wonder what it is that I'm giving 
in return to, to, to be this blessed. So I, I'll, while I say that, you know, oh, it's not that amazing to me that this community is so amazing. It is. It, it, yeah. it is. Mm. It's, I mean, I've got the, the go loots, uh, um, crap and now I'm going to feel like a jerk because I can't, uh, ah, ah, oh, I love you. Somebody made me the go loots at one. There's a go. That was awesome. And I know that? who it is. Oh, who crap. You guys, this sucks. I never saw that up that close. Like that. Oh, okay. Cool. It's a cutout of go loots. It's like, yeah, a but it's, but it's like, it's like inch and a half uh, wood. Like, yeah. oh man, dude. It's like two by whoever six. Whoever it is, whoever it is, message me and tell me what a complete jerk I am for not remembering exactly who that he, was. In, um, in Bill's defense, he went through surgery and he was on a lot of medication at the time that that arrived. Yes, I was. And I remember seeing the picture of it, but it's beautiful. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm just I'm looking around the shop, and you know, uh, Jimmy when when he was doing his campaign to get his dolls done so he can start a school to share with everybody. That's his dream is to make a place where we can all get together and teach and learn and and be together. Um, that's the kind of thing I'm. I think I'm thinking of mostly when we talk about the rising ships that not are knocking over my sand capsule, but are are. I think I've said that before. Jimmy lifts up everybody around him, and that's why he's risen to the top so quickly, mm. in my opinion. You have a way with words. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a word smith. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, use big, I have big words that I use. That you then smith them. Yeah, you yes. smith them. Yeah. Yes. I need to make s- an anvil. I have, some, I have some railroad track. You, you know, mentioned that. I heavy. do want to see that. A you, word I remember anvil? you talking about that. Yeah. Huh? A word I got to pull it out. A word anvil. Yeah. A word Yes, word. where I can hammer out the thoughts that increasingly make pressure. <laughs> I don't want to go there. That's, yeah. That's... Maybe instead of an anvil, you should just get an Advil. <gasps> Talk about a wordsmith. You're like a word Mr. Smith. Oh, my That's goodness. Cool. That was horrible. Um, yeah. You know, that's I, I mentioned in our, our intro that I, I was going to do this, like, shop update video, which I don't really – I'm not a fan of, and I explained that too. But it's just funny, this whole conversation, I didn't realize that my whole – like, half of that, I just recorded it today, but I haven't edited yet. And it was just about that, this whole thing, this community and the, and the rising – uh, like, I, I like it when people come I, – I built my shop as a fortress of solitude, but I mm-hmm. like it when other makers come in. Like, it's like, I want to share that with them. I don't really, I built it to get away from the world and it's like where I go to be myself. But then there's like this community where like they walk in, they totally get it. It's like, Do they touch you know, your stuff though? Cause that would freak me out. Uh, respectfully. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like mm. every time someone comes to visit my shop, they're like, they don't like touching stuff. I have to be like, oh yeah, go ahead. You can use that. You can touch oh. it. Cause my brother comes over and he touches my stuff and it kind of freaks me out. But he's not, just, he's not part of the down. club. He's not part of the club. So he doesn't He really it. wants to be though. He's well, actually, to be well, honest with you, he's in carpentry school right now, and he probably is really? more in the club than I am. But I still, I get, I get the no feeling when he touches my stuff. Well, is he older brother or younger brother? Younger, I'm the eldest. That's yeah, because yeah, you have. Well, a, see, that's why because you're, you're concerned. Just, I'm the youngest, so I know what it's like, Al. Well, you know what he says to me? He goes, yeah, I've got a door that's like that that jams when you open it. So Phil, I thought I could borrow one of your hand planes. Ah, no, 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 and then and then use the fix that. <laughs> and I was like, "That's uh, different. That's your different. door's probably MDF." 
and yeah. uh, you've never used a hand plane. So we I'm are no longer brothers. Yeah. <laughs> no, we no, never met. no. They can touch my screwdrivers and pens and pencils, but no hand oh, planes. Yeah. yeah. And and the other thing is um, table saws, just because they're so dangerous. Nobody yeah. uses oh, my. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna come over and we'll build stuff together. I was like, you could just send me a picture and I'll make it. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 kind of the way that works. Yeah, yeah. I love Actually, to collaborate I, with you online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want to be more of an idea not, kind of relationship. Yeah, but we're not. No, we're not swinging hammers in tandem. No. <laughs> to be to be honest with you, I Fred doesn't listen to this, so he's not going to get super mad. But uh, he built like this temporary deck, um, like railing, and he screwed in the supports on the outside. So if you're on the deck and you're leaning on it, you're, the only thing holding the supports in place is the screws. So, like, if you push hard enough, you could just push the support right yeah. off and you could just fall right off. And I was just like, well, aren't you in carpentry school? Why don't you put the supports on the inside so that you're pushing wood on wood? And he's like, nah, it was just fast. I'm like, nah, you're never coming to my shop. Yeah. What? Dude, that's just awful. What is carpentry school? I never even heard of such a thing. Well, it involves wood and some hammers. Yeah. It's basically how to build a house from A to Z. So you learn about foundation. You learn about how to build a frame. You frame the house, the roof, all that stuff. And he's doing this because he wants to do it for a living. He yeah, wants to yeah. be a contractor. He, he, yeah, he wants to. Well, he wants to be a carpenter. It's not woodworking. That's what people don't understand that there that there yeah. is a distinction between carpentry and woodworking. I one is to build that. the house, and one well, maybe our audience doesn't. One is yeah. to build the house, and one is to build the furniture that goes in it, essentially. Yeah. So he's the house guy. Okay, so he's going to house building school. Yes. Don't let him use your hand planes. No. And anybody that's a house builder that listens to this podcast, I'm sorry I just said that. (laughs) Well, they're not my brother, so it doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, they're so finicky hand planes. You can't just give them to somebody who doesn't know his personality. I I don't know. I'm I'm thinking older brothers are the things that are finicky, but maybe that's just me. (laughs) Well, maybe if you put away the things properly, I would lend them to you, Bill. Maybe if you didn't break my Lego sculpture in seventh grade. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, you're hitting such a nerve right now. Anything I ever let him touch, he broke. And he's like, why don't you let it to me? Because you broke my stereo that time. How do you even break a stereo? They're cassettes. <laughs> broke all my Transformers growing up. Why did he be so rough? How much, how much younger is he? Three years. <laughs> But then I have a, a much younger brother and a much younger sister, one who's 12 years, my brother's 13 years younger than me, never broke a thing. Well, this, you, were, you were 13 years older. Uh, you know, perspective is a two-way street, See, buddy. Right. Also, I never my broke old, anything. <laughs> so. My older brother is, is 10, 12 years older than I am, and, and that's how it is with us because he's, he's enough older than me that I didn't really ever break his stuff. But I, I got a plasma cutter. He says, hey, I've got a five-horsepower compressor that'll probably power that thing right up. You want it? <laughs> yes, I do. Well, yeah. I thank you, big brother. I've given my brother tools, actually, and I've given my younger brother things that I've made. But Did I've never been on the receiving end of that. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I, I just want to... <laughs> we have the weirdest podcast. Don't, don't we? Know- how did this end up <laughs> I don't understand how half the stuff we talk about ends up happening. I blame you. I blame you. You know why? Why? Because it's organic. Oh, God. <laughs> As I was saying. So basically, <laughs> so basically, our podcast is broccoli. And so, sometimes yeah. we get steamed. Steamed broccoli. That's right. 
So this is this is one year in. This is what our podcast has become. <laughs> it's utter gibberish by year one. <laughs> Guys, stay tuned for next week when we talk about uh, my relationship with my mother. <laughs> <laughs> and how it relates to building. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. I'm in this podcast, so I'm going to think of it as how it relates to me. <laughs> and on that note, right. let's, Bill, yeah, let's... what are you watching? Um, I'm watching... Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> after a year, I know you guys are used to this by now. So some shout-outs real quick. Um, um Jamie Page, Richard Morley, Joe Whitaker, Alan Robinson, Chris Cute have a podcast. It is called Makers International. And and the tagline for this, and I think it's brilliant. I don't know who came up with it, but it's brilliant. It's like, five guys, three different countries, separated only by the same language. Oh, that's cute. How cool is that? That's pretty right, cute. How cool yeah. is that? Anyway, I was invited to be a guest on their episode number six. So they are very new. Um, and they did a live podcast youtube hangout thingy and i was hanging out with andy and pat lap and rick wilkie and some other guys too and um and uh, uh i'm doing that whole thing again where i forget people but i love you all and anyway that was a lot of fun check those guys out i, I just want to appreciate them because these are all guys we like and love and care about and they're amazing and speaking of um amazing and love so i'm we had laura Kampf on our show last week you guys think about that how amazing is that yeah i just I, 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 I was i thought about that all week i'm just like oh man she's like the most amazing ever in the world except i know that she's going to be hanging out with um christiana and our buddy carlitos is right for cactus, oh, cactus. Yeah. oh yeah that guy's cool yeah I like they're, they're gonna be in paris together that's like i so you guys have fun and i'm 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 happy that that's happening scott turner made a video it's probably the best video ever in the world i'm saying blows jimmy away blows izzy away do you know why do you know why because it has your name Tim in the title that's why he built he yeah. built the loots table that's all i'm saying enough said and then who i'd like to give a shout out to and leave a link to is johnny brook he has the Crafted Workshop, and he's got about 10,000 subscribers. And what he also has is a, an array of videos that go from uh, tables and metal and wood to uh, how to do stuff and make stuff. I mean, it's just a, lo- it's, it's a huge array, and he uses all kinds of different materials. And one of the reasons I'm bringing him up, because he has partnered up with our buddy James Wright, Woodbye Wright, and Zach Herberholz from ZH Fabrications, and another couple of amazing makers. They have a podcast now, craftedpodcast.com. Check those guys out. They've just done their first one. Uh, I loved it. I, I, I can't wait. I, I think that's going to be up and up and just you know kicking some major butt. Three guys, three different approaches, three amazing makers. Sound familiar, boys? Yes, I like all those guys. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, Zach is an incredibly talented maker. I just saw his video on those um, on those light fixtures that he made, which were like insanely cool. And James, I've been watching his videos a long time because of the hand hand tool stuff. So I was well, I was that, actually going to give Zach a shout out in the, in this because we were just chatting oh, a little sorry. bit, and, and the Go wall ahead. sconces were well. No, so, you you can have credit for the shout out. That's fine. I'm just seconding your shout out. Well, I guess I'm thirding. Bill's shout out. So. Well, I'm I'm shouting all of them out, but I want I'm focusing on Johnny Brook. Um, his channel is the one I'm listing, and 
the guy's pretty amazing and it's it's a crafted workshop uh on youtube and i i'm assuming that he's probably the the main host guy he's he's our phil it's he's funny though phil. it's interesting that he named the podcast after his youtube channel it's like if one of us had our youtube channel and called it the podcast and you know I tried that, and you said the Lutz podcast isn't going to happen. I think that one was already taken. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was already taken yeah. by another Lutez. Yeah, we we don't write the rules, Bill. We just follow them. Yeah, you know? that's, come on. Hey, it's your world. I'm just living in a pal. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Um, well, my shoutouts are taken care of, so I'll just go right to my 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 video. Um, I actually spent a little bit of time watching videos about Fusion 360. <laughs> but, uh, um, but in that sort of rabbit hole of that world of making, I stumbled across this video. Um, the channel's called Make Anything Backslash Backslash, or is that forward slash forward slash? I don't know. Top right Three- to bottom left? Top right, bottom left is forward slash. Forward, forward slash, yeah. Yeah, so Make Anything Forward Slash Forward Slash 3D Printing Channel. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the title's boring, but um this this kid this and he, he's a kid, he's a young man, made a uh 3D printed guitar, which there's a lot of people that made 3D printed guitars, I guess. But what he did was he made this um he calls it the body snatcher, and it's basically just the neck of the guitar all the way down. So and then you you can take this neck, it's got these three points on it, so you could take it and stick it into a cardboard box, and now the cardboard box becomes the amplifier of the guitar. Um, the acoustic guitar. So then you could take it. And so he had made some like foam core bodies. So you could take this body and now, and this is super interesting to people that, that don't play guitar might not know this, but, or maybe even people that do play guitar, but I've been doing that kind of stuff forever where I would take my electric bass guitar, which makes very little sound by itself. And I would lean the headstock against the wall and then vibrate the wall while I played or, you know, or against the desk or whatever. So I, I have messed around like that in the past and stuff, but this kid took it to a whole level where he made this guitar that you could then actually just like basically connect to all sorts of garbage. <laughs> and anybody who's watched my channel knows that I like to make guitars out of garbage. So you can see why this is firing lots of, uh, you know, relays in my brain. Um, I have, uh, this has inspired me to, in a whole bunch of different ways for potential future instrument builds not using a 3d printer because i'd rather just use a saw but <laughs> but so I, I i would recommend in this video that i'm that is linked is showing he made a body on his 3d printer to attach to this instrument that he had made in the past and that's what that's what the video is about and he does some very clever and creative stuff with that as well but uh it was just neat to me i'm trying to be 21st century in my approach to making and my thinking about making yet you know stay on my course of being the reclaimed dude and and it just blew my mind. So I, I would recommend checking it out. Cool. See, and I'm thinking that you said um, the different ways that you can make noise and vibrate. And I went in a totally different direction. <laughs> and it was like a juvenile fart joke. Yeah, but I'm just yeah. going to not go there. Phil, uh, what's what's going down, hometown? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I was thinking about what, what Tim said about resting an instrument against a wall and then using that vibration there actually is a speaker company that has like a little module with a suction cup that you put it or maybe it's a suction cup i think it's a suction cup that you put on any piece of glass like a window um and it turns the window into a speaker sure yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, no, it, that way you got like uh, the portable nothing little thing and it, you've got a massive speaker out of it 
Mm. I mean, it's even like the the tin cans and the string that we used to do as kids, and we could talk through the right because you know uh, that stuff interests a lot of musicians. You know, and in, in um, the way the way you point your speaker and it vibrates out the wall, and and the reason well, you have to have the reason we make Bill close his garage door when we're recording is that we had him <laughs> we had him hanging a blanket behind him for a while. <laughs> Turn off the laundry machines. Yeah, little details. Turn off the laundry machines. <sighs> little things. It's a really and good. I'm impression still thinking of me. fart jokes. I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> All right, let me just do my uh, thing, and then we can just, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so um, so I, I don't think I did this one before, but the name of the uh, YouTube channel is called Spare Room Woodworking. Hmm. No? Probably not? No. no. All right, so he's got three videos out, okay? And they are parts one, two, and three of this um, of a woodworking bench, and he does it a all. A rubo bench. It, I think it's like some kind of a hybrid, but I'm pretty sure you're right. It's a rubo. It's a split top, but... Um, he does this really, really good videos and it's all about basically doing woodworking in like an apartment spare bedroom and they're just really clean. So then he does like these visual graphical aids at the beginning to show you what part of the bench he's working on. And it's like this little animated thing and then just really great camera work. And they're this first three videos and like he literally hit it right out of the park. Like they're all amazing and, uh, he's doing it way better than I did because he did one, two and three, like you know, one week after the other. So next week is going to be the last week of it. So that's that's way better than what I did. Which is take <laughs> I can tell that you're healing, Bill, because you're yeah. able to laugh at yourself. It's, Absolutely. It's okay. Listen, for anybody making a video series, I recommend not taking a seven and a half month break between parts two and three. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's a little Why? thing called momentum, you know, that you want to keep up, <laughs> which I flush down the toilet. So... <laughs> But uh, he's doing it right. Anyways, check it out. Uh, the links, obviously, all these links are going to be in the uh, in the show notes. And uh, he, he's doing a really great job at it. And uh, that's everything I have. And uh, we did all our shout-outs? No, I, think... I got one more just okay, real quick. And you guys, now, right? Go ahead. Just seriously, Ragtie, we love you. Yes. Uh, when we were thinking of the, the you know rising tides, raise all ships, Ragtie that embodies that man. He's so supportive and he's got so much love and um, just thank you, brother. That's all. If you're, you're listening. Here. And I know you are. And you know, we, we, I would consider changing the name to the Ragtie podcast. I was just thinking that. That's such a good Not name. Lutz. No, but that's a horrible name. podcast. But Ragtie's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that special. <laughs> <laughs> Be oh, that as it may, okay. it's a good name. Next week's podcast, Fairweather Friends. That's right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> And look at the weather. It's pretty stormy, Lutz. <laughs> oh, the tides, oh, the tides are rising the now. Tide. Yeah, it's certainly changing, yeah. On, I uh, really do love you, Ragtie. Yeah. <laughs> On Instagram and Twitter and YouTube, I am Phil Pinsky. Go ahead, search it out, check it out. Uh, WilliamLutz.com. Dot com. Dot com. Justin, We're doing that. thank you. Yeah. WilliamLutz.com because Justin Sparks, I love you too. Tim Sway dot net because net. I love you too. Right, there's a lot of love here. <laughs> it's like, this is why we have been doing this for a year. It's because the love, the, the love is evident. Yeah. People hear the love, they feel the love. They close their eyes, they imagine the love. I love you guys. I love you guys. I've loved you guys for a year now, and I'm looking forward to many more loving years to come. And I and I'm I promise I'm not bringing the cherry chapstick. That was just a joke. You're at like an 11. I need you at like a 4 with the love. (laughs) (laughs) 
that, just that dial would be down on the, the love. That would be on the awkward meter. Yeah. I know. Like on, the, <laughs> like on the spinal tap of love. Well, I need you to turn it down a little. <laughs> as you get a little older, Phil, you'll realize that the, the ego is much less important as is the heart. All right. I will, I will write that down. Um, <laughs> contact I just made us. That up. Seriously, right off the top of my head. Boom. Ego not as important as the heart. Totally right. analogous. Um, contact us for show topic <laughs> suggestions, uh, feedback of any kind. Honestly, guys, we love getting it in all seriousness. It's just fantastic to hear from you guys. So, um, on Twitter at reclaimed audio, or if it's something a little bit longer info at reclaimed audio podcast.com. And who knows? It might be a show topic. You know, we, we love getting, we love hearing from you and it's uh, it's all fantastic. Yes. On iTunes, uh, we, I've been reading your, your reviews and, uh, and they are amazing and we need more of them. Everybody take 45 seconds, get on iTunes and leave us a review. It really, really helps in growing it. Every time we get a new review, Phil has some kind of app or something. That, yeah. that And then he instantly messages them to, to Bill and I so we can read them too. So it's actually like this like little thing that we do. Uh, so I'll be you know running the table saw and my phone will bling and I'll turn the table saw off and read the review. Like it's like like really happens like that. And you want to talk about uplifting? Seriously, I don't know about you two, but that's like, are you kidding me? People think that about us. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. Like, um, seriously. All, all kidding aside, it is really yeah. fantastic to read those reviews, and um, and we really sincerely appreciate it. I mean, to take any time out of your day for us is something that is that is very much appreciated. So thank it's you. It's like it's like as exciting as like when you were a kid and you got mail. Like that's what yeah. it feels like. Like real mail. Yeah, like it's like, and it's not, it's not just like, you know, from your grandmother on your birthday. Right. Which I'm still bitter about because I never had that. Yeah. Neither did I. But did I, I, I got a for sweater. A I got the sweater. It was like a size small. I was seven and a half. How used to get a check for a dollar? Check for a dollar. Costs more yeah. for the check and the postage. Yeah. Let's <laughs> the stamp costs 75 cents. And <laughs> well, no, I think back then stamps were probably about like a, a nickel. Like a dime, yeah. Diamond. Anyways. <laughs> and uh, last thing I want to say is Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. Guys, this is the best way to help us out. And we Patreon really, really need is help. how you can mail us a check for a dollar. <laughs> oh, without spending the postage. Yes. That's right. It's way easier. Yeah. Every little bit helps. And, um, and as the podcast grows and as we want to start doing more of these events and being able to come out and see everybody like at the Making It 100 event. Um, and we'd like to start doing more of those events. That's where the Patreon dollars really, really help us in in putting together those travel funds. So uh, fantastic way to help out the podcast and to make sure that we continue doing what we're doing. You know, so, I think we should come up with a number. We can actually make a number that if you are a, a Patreon supporter for a certain number, we will come to a live podcast in your living room. <gasps> what is that oh, number? Oh, man. It's got to be a big number because of the flights and stuff, but. I'm just so saying, there might be there might be one, yeah, five bucks, five thousand dollars is what I'm saying. Okay, oh, five thousand bucks. Oh, you were oh. a cheap date, kid. <laughs> well, I was just assuming they were in Connecticut. And I could oh, right, and in the house across well, the street from you. Yeah, or my house. Like, right. I'll tell you guys what. I will put you up and feed you if you come to my house and we can do one here. You said you'd pay for the flight, right? Flights, right? Flights. No, I said I said it's Halloween, so there's a fright. Not flight. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're scared. Okay, right. yeah. so so we get a blow up mattress and macaroni and cheese. I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That okay. sounds but pretty good. Get, but, but, but you get but but you get to have a sleepover at, at Bill's house. Okay, guys, have a great week. <laughs> yes, bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. Be good.